intercepted. Yes, it is. And Columbia has knocked off Harvard. Welcome in to another episode of the Captain's Corner podcast presented by JAG Physical Therapy. I am your host, Aaliyah Funchell, but I'm joined by a co-host today that some listeners might recognize, Mike Kowalski. He is back on the pod this week. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm filling in for Steve Speedling. He's been doing a tremendous job, if I say so myself. Yeah, yeah. He's been doing great. We miss him this week, but um, for our kind of long-time listeners, you were the host of this podcast once, and then last year we kind of took it on together. So we're back for this week, um, back again with the captains. How are you guys feeling today? Feeling good. Feeling good. great. Good. 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 All right. Well, let's just get right into it. Um, second straight home shutout win, 16-0 versus Marist on Saturday. There's a lot of good things that came out of that game, but um, I don't know if you just want to – Tell us your overall thoughts and takeaways before we kind of hop into it. Yeah, I say definitely uh, it was another showing of our standard. For us, it doesn't really matter who lines up across from us. It's more so what standard we play to. And when it's Maris, um, we got we're pushing P, getting turnovers, uh, stopping the run and stuff. But, it, like, it should be that w- with anybody. So that's our standard. So it's just a good to put it out there again. It gives Coach Stowe another shutout. Yeah, I'll just echo the same things. Um proud of the way we played on on defense um but still a lot of work to do mm-hmm. uh the, you know we went back to the film and um just like cj said we, we played to our standard and uh you know at times we weren't doing it and for the most part we were it was a good performance but still work to do and room to improve yeah uh you know i think congratulations to the defense coach stovall and all the uh the defensive staff for for another shout out another home shout out that's big time and Definitely makes the offense's job easier. And, and on the offensive side of the ball, I don't think that there's any question that we can run the ball. I think that we're having a lot of success on the ground. Um, and we just kind of need to get that passing attack kind of up to par um, with kind of where we left it off last year. You know, it's been stalling out a little bit this season. And that obviously starts with me. But, um, you know, I think that uh, we're making we're making um, strides as an offense. I think that we just need to keep an emphasis on finishing finishing drives, um, going into the red zone with points, you know, another inc- incidence this week where um, we were inside the five and came away with zero points. So, um, you know, I, I think that we're close on a lot of things. We're just, you know, one or one or two things off on, on a couple plays, and it's leading to, you know, not the execution to our standards. So um, we're, we're going to get that fixed and, and get ready for, for an exciting homecoming game against Penn. Yeah, um, just kind of echo what Caden said. I mean – at the end of the day, wins are wins. And so it's awesome to, to have to do this podcast on a Monday with the win under our belt from Saturday. And, you know, there's obviously so much better we can get, so much we can get better on on the offensive side of the ball, which just makes me really excited because I'm excited for next game to be able to go out there and show the work that we're going to do this week and go out and execute on Saturday. Yeah, and I, I, I know we talk about the defense a lot, but um, one, defense is my favorite position in any sport. Sorry, guys. Um, but I, I, it's just really impressive. The defense was four for four in stopping Marist in the red zone. And, Mike, I know you're the one that pulls a lot of these, like, historical stats. I don't know if you know off the top of your head, like, the last time they had a, a back-to-back shutout victory at home. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to the 50s. It was 1951 when you had back-to-back home shutouts 
Um, and then on top of that, three games you guys have given up 10 points. It's the lowest amount of points that anybody's given up at Columbia since 1950 and 51, like in a three-game span. So it's just been historic run, and it's going to be interesting to see how everything shakes out, especially this week with Penn, who's got a pretty good offense, really good in the passing game, but you guys have been good on both phases of the ball. Um, so we'll, I guess we'll skip ahead a little bit, you know, just because it's a good transition. But uh, I know it's early in the week, but uh, how, do, how do you – uh, expect to stack up uh, with that Penn offense uh, on Saturday. Yeah, my thing is, um, you know, everyone wants to sing our praises after the first four games, and that's great, and I'm super proud of, of the way we performed. But um, we still, you know, I don't know if we've really been tested yet, and um, Penn's going to be a test. They're a good team, and, you know, we were in a similar position last year, rolling into week five and feeling real good about ourselves, and no one can run on us, and we have a great rush defense, and we're going to keep points off the board, play great in the red zone, and then we go into Penn, and we had a terrible Saturday. Like, um, and you know, I still, I'm still feeling that Saturday now, and I know CJ is, and, you know, we haven't forgotten about that. So um, th this, is, this is a huge week for us. Obviously, it's homecoming. Homecoming's a blast. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I know everybody else is. Um, but this is a huge week for us as a defense. Um, these guys are good. They're really, really good. Um, and like CJ said to start the podcast, we got to play up to our standard if we want to um, want to keep some of these great stats going. And uh, I'm confident we'll do it. But you know, I'm, I just want to make sure everybody's still locked in on. You know, we're not the '85 Bears yet here. Like we haven't <laughs> we haven't we haven't had a real test. Um, yet and um uh, this is this is definitely going to be one so we got to uh step up to the challenge yeah like patty said like we're not the legion of boom yet like these stats look great but on a week-to-week -week basis anybody can come out there with a game plan that can tear your defense apart that you don't know about so for us it starts with honestly the d-line being aggressive physical choking somebody out then it goes to the linebackers playing three out there is one playing fast, physical, knowing your keys, having your eyes right, and then the DBs clamping stuff uh, from the jump. So it starts from that. And like I say, it's all about us. Like Penn, obviously they have weapons, but so does everybody else in the Ivy League. And we can't look at week to week like, oh, how's their weapons? You got to be like, oh, okay, these are our weapons. This is how we play. This is how we're going to come out and play against these guys. Yeah, the scheme changes week to week, but our defense doesn't. So from that aspect, it's just us about getting better. If you look at yourself from the standard, put yourself on a pedestal, that's the moment somebody knocks you off. You look in the mirror, you can fix your corrections and come out there even better the next day. So that's what we're doing. Like, obviously, you can hear from our tone. We're not satisfied from any of that um, and just ready to go prove ourselves week after week. And on the flip side, you know, Penn's been really good at stopping the run this season so far, and that's the strength of this team. So um, how interesting does that make, you know, the kind of the chess match going into to the Saturday for the offense? Yeah, I, I think that there's, you know, as I mentioned earlier, there's no doubt that we have to – um, get much better at throwing the ball, throwing the ball downfield, throwing the ball vertically, um, and that's only going to open up our run game and vice versa. You know, our dominant run game is going to open up that pass game. So it just comes down to execution, making sure that everybody's on the right page, um, and 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 we just need to get back to to the offense and the identity that we know we can be. Um, you know, I I think that we we obviously have run the ball extremely well this season, but I think that we also have a lot of weapons on the outside. Um, and we just need to take advantage of that and, and you know, just, just get back to playing playing the football that we know we're capable of. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, same with my motto that, you know, I think we can beat anybody. I think we can run the football on anybody. So I'm sure we'll, we'll come out with, uh, you know, our game plan and 
do what we're good at and we're try to stretch the f stretch the field throwing the football but I mean kind of what CJ said like I'm not really too worried about you know what's across besides you know from knowing who I'm supposed to block I mean I think you know our our unit takes pride in being able to to block anyone they throw in front of us so I I don't really have any any different feeling going this week with the run game so Awesome, and I guess we'll we'll take it back to last week so we could do shout-outs of the game. Um, but first, William Hughes named Ivy League Special Teams Player of the Week. So um, I think that's the first person to get from the Lions to get Special Teams Player of the Week since September 2022 when Alex got it. So, um, William, what do you guys see from him that, you know, makes him this high-caliber athlete? Uh, yeah, somebody told me today that he has the same net punt average as the San Francisco 49ers punter right wow. now. So, and that kind of shows you the level that he's playing at. I mean, from the level, from the moment he stepped in, it's just been a difference on that punt team. He flips the field, big foot bill. <laughs> like, he's he's absolutely a weapon. Like, he's a weapon that you need on special teams. You don't understand how valuable a punter is until you have one that flips the field like him. So, for him, I see consistency every day when he's, dealt a bad hand he somehow somehow finds a way to come out on top so for him it's just a weapon back then I never worry about him I'm so glad we have him mm -hmm. for sure and as a guy who's uh on the punt squad um with Luke um the guy's a complete stud <laughs> yeah. uh just I, I I don't really know how else to say it I'm because you wouldn't really if you're talking to him he's a super humble guy um hard worker really dedicated to his craft you know um Honestly, just a perfect specialist. Yeah. You know, you don't really hear yeah. from him too much, which is also great. Um, <laughs> but when you do, it's always something positive. And, um, you know, he, he's locked in. Um, and like like CJ said, I'm, l last week uh, um, we got a look on Pond, and I, I honestly messed up uh, the call. And, you know, we had a free rusher to the punter. Not a great snap, a little bit of a high snap. Will was able to corral it with a rusher in his face, and I think he delivered like a 50-yard punt. Like off like one step. Yeah, the, the guy's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, he one step. <laughs> he, he, he's ridiculous, and it's ne it's never like. And you know, I'm always nervous. You know, it's like I don't want to, I don't want to get a punt block. Number one, number two, I don't I don't want Will's leg to ever be in jeopardy. You know, so I'm always like, oh, how's the protection? I was, and it's always, are oh, you doing great? And I like, appreciate you. That's it oh, from him. Yeah. So, um, yeah. just ultimate specialist, ultimate baller. That's yeah. that, that's what I'll say about Hughes. That. Yeah, I also play punt with Pat. Me and Pat play shield. So we're the guys who stand in front of him and get our faces run through. <laughs> and having a guy back there who does what he does makes it so much more worth it. So I am incredibly grateful that he's back there. And, I mean, people, you know, you look at his stats and they'd be incredibly impressive in for, like, fair weather games. And the guy's been handling, like, wet balls, high snaps, wind in his face, rain in his face, and, like, to be able to do what he's done in mm -hmm. just the the worst weather I've played in in my career here is it makes it even more impressive. So, yeah, I mean, having him back there, like like uh, CJ said, he's just a weapon. It's awesome. Yeah, and then the last thing I'll say is, obviously, the offense wants to keep him um, from coming on the field. You know, we want to mm -hmm. limit his snaps a little bit more. But uh, I, I think, for me, with, um, with Billy Boot, uh, you know, you're expecting a big punt every time uh, from him just because of how talented he is. But I think even with that expectation of a big punt, um, some of these punts he's hitting 
you still are surprised um, that he's hitting them so deep and, and hitting them so good. And it's and like CJ said, it's it's great in flipping the field, and and he's definitely a weapon for us, and he's been a um, a big reason for our success. So. The 71 yarder definitely got a good reaction in the press box. Yeah. It was yeah. like, you know, you're like, wow, the thing's carrying and like completely shocked the returner, too. He yeah. had no shot at it. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, the guy's a stud. Like, he's ridiculous. Uh, makes playing defense easy. Like, yeah. He's he's a weapon. And, <laughs> you know, after some he is. Er, early yeah. season struggles last year uh, in the punt group, like, we, as a team, I don't think there's a squad that appreciates a punter more. Than we do yeah. um, That's the truth. at this point, and so you know to have him is just it's it's a blessing. Like it's awesome. Love that. All right, so let's just move on um, to our shoutouts of the game. This can be a player you know that maybe doesn't show up in the box scores or anything, or just someone that you know really stood out to you this past game, or maybe even the last week in practice. Um, we'll start with Luke. Oh jeez, on the spot. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, you're good. <laughs> Um, I will go with, I'm trying to think, I will go with one of my, my good buddy, Andrew Bruski. Um, he suffered a sprain MCL early, early in camp, kind of been battling back from that, and then he kind of finally got to get back on the field on Saturday, and having him back out there, fifth-year veteran, his presence, um, yeah, he's he's just a mauler in the run game, and having a guy who's played so many snaps out there is just so so helpful for our offensive line. So I'll shout out Andrew Prusky on his return, and you know, looking forward to playing with him for the rest of the year. Uh, I know you guys said to keep it out of the box score, but I think it would be hard not to mention Tyson Edwards mm -hmm. and the performance that he had on Saturday. Some of those long runs that he um, busted off, especially to kind of get our offense in a groove, kind of get our offense going. Um, yeah, just what a game by him. A lot of, you know, single individual efforts where he's running through tackles, making great cuts. Um, he played he played a great game and uh, uh, was a big, you know, a big help for our offense in, in, in the ring. Yeah, um, I'm going to shout out a D lineman and I'm between a few guys, but I'll, for this week I'll, I'll go to uh, Reed Spockman. Um, you know, Spock's a super talented player. He's played for through his third season playing. Um and uh, he's he's actually listed as a two on the depth chart, and it knocks his back up. Um, and you know every time he gets in there, which you know they, they split snaps pretty pretty uh, evenly, so he's in there a good amount. And every time he's in there, he's on the ball, he's making plays. Um, you know it just uh, and he, he's humble. Um, and I think like he's a good example of why our defense has found success. You know a guy who could in another place be playing you know say double his snaps and that would probably yield double his production and all that stuff in the stat sheet um but instead he he has his role here and he plays it well and um doesn't let his ego get in the way of great team defense so you know if, if we just keep that that mentality going and and reed spockman being a great example of that i think we're gonna have even more success uh down the stretch and just specifically i know spock had like two and a half tfls on saturday something like that so um, played a heck of a game and like you know and for other people it might be like, oh that's a bit of a surprise you know he hasn't he hasn't done that but f for us it's it's no surprise super talented player um, who just took advantage of his opportunity through the course of that game uh, by playing his role. Yeah we talk about taking advantage of opportunity my guy for the game would probably be 
Aaron, yards after catch Brebner, <laughs> um, with two picks off the tip balls, um, just being in the right place in the right time. He's our, our strong safety back there, and historically throughout Columbia defenses since I've been here, that's usually the quarterback of the defense um, from that sense. So we butt heads and practice a lot about different things, uh, how to go about calls and stuff, but it's brotherly love nonetheless. So I shout out him, man. He's always in the right place at the right time, and it ended up showing up big for him uh, this past week with two picks. Nice. Love that. All right, so looking ahead, we did kind of touch on homecoming, but to um, kind of kick off homecoming week, we have the Hall of Fame. And, Mike, I know you guys have been working tirelessly on yeah, on everything <laughs> for that. So I'll let you take the lead on this one and kind of talk about what, what they can expect from Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a one-of-a-kind event. Um, it's one of the special things that Columbia does here. Um, since I've been here, I've been lucky to see this is my fourth one since I've been working here. So – um, this year for the football program, uh, inducting four really well-deserving uh, alumni, Josh Martin, Austin Nolan, more of the recent alums, uh, guys who've made tremendous impact. Josh Martin played in the NFL. Austin Nolan, one of the best return men and receivers in program history, in Ivy League history. Um, so getting their, their deserving spots uh, in the Hall of Fame. And then two guys from a uh, little bit before my time even. Um, Al Butts from, was on the 61 championship team. Uh, was a running back, good blocker, good pass catcher, teammates with Bill Campbell, who a lot of people know that name uh, at Columbia for a lot of reasons. Um, so he was a big part of that 61 championship team. And then Claude Benham, who played under Lou Little back in the 50s, um, kind of was like we had a, a good string of of quarterbacks that came through Columbia, Sid Luckman, uh, Gene Racides, Lou Cussero, um, guys that are in like the, the collegiate football hall of fame and Claude Benham was like kind of like the last guy under Lou Little um, to play for him. So really excited to honor all of them. Uh, looking forward to seeing them. Uh, I was lucky enough to watch Josh Martin my first year playing here. And I was telling CJ before we started recording, you could absolutely tell this guy had something and it was so awesome to see him, you know, have a good career uh, in the NFL. And it's been good to see him continue to come back. I know he's talked to you guys a couple times and uh, done some, uh, color analyst roles on SNY in some of our games too. So, I mean, I know you guys don't know them personally, but, you know, when you see those people, hear those names kind of coming back, you know, what does that say about the the family that is Columbia football and, and what does this kind of uh, – how does this all kind of sink in as you're getting ready for a homecoming game? Yeah, man, shout out those guys and the contributions they put into Columbia football. I guess right now it kind of puts it in the scope because those guys were in our shoes once. Like they were coming to – early morning workouts, they had practice, they were balancing class and stuff, and to do it at such a historical level, it's really an inspiration um, to see, like, specifically with Josh, like, he was, uh, he's, I've had conversations with him, he's pulled up to our Black Student Athlete Alliance meetings and kind of spoke to us about life after football, life with football at the professional level, just a great guy, as you say, and like, everybody on there, I'm sure, is, is high achievers in any field of human endeavor. Um, so the fact that they did it at Columbia football is really motivation for me in my day-to-day that somebody did it, what I'm doing, but did it at even a higher level on the day-to-day than I did. So great inspiration. Um, yeah, I think it's really cool to have those guys back here and kind of what CJ said, to see guys like that who succeeded, you know, at such a high level here come back for, for games like homecoming is it's really special. I mean, homecoming is – my favorite game of the year to play in personally like it's such an awesome atmosphere um and you know you look at the games that we've been a part of at least in my career here i mean 
you know, we've won, we've beaten Penn, you know, obviously last year was a really, really tough loss, but, you know, still, still a really exciting game to be a part of. And um, so, I, yeah, I'm excited. Homecoming is, homecoming is great. It's my favorite, favorite game of the year. I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Um, of your teammates, past and present, who's going to be in the Hall of Fame from the guys you played with? Who's going to uh, be? Oh, I, I guess I could start us off. Yeah, um, you're going to take the easiest one. Who's that? Go ahead. Um, yeah, I think I think you know Ryan Young uh, is one that comes to mind, third leading rusher in Columbia history. Um, I think he was a, a four-year starter here at Columbia um, and had immense success uh, for us, and and kind of was always the guy that stepped up and, and made some big plays in some big-time games. Um, and then just to kind of have that stat next to his name of of the third leading rusher in Columbia history, I think is very deserving of a, of a Hall of Fame spot. So shout out Ryan Young. Um, uh, just a, a very, very successful um, Columbia football career. Former host of this podcast yeah, with us last year. Yep. <laughs> um, actually, you didn't say that one I thought, but Ryan is probably, I would say a guy I could see would be uh, Scott Valentis. Um, every year he played here, he was all Ivy. Um, so, you know, ultimately culminating in unanimous first team um, last year, probably the best linebacker I've ever played against, the li very limited snaps I played against him in practice. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just his ability to kind of take over football games and just lock down the middle of the field was, yeah, you just don't you don't see a guy that big and that fast kind of in this league, so. I, I think he w he's a he's a good pick just for how often he was named All Ivy. Yeah, um, Scott was a decent player. <laughs> <laughs> Fair to say, playing in front of him for a full season was uh, was fun. He made it easy. Um, but uh, I'm gonna go to um, I'm gonna go to Justin Townsend. Uh, if he stays healthy, uh, he's so productive. Um, yeah. He's he's just he's gonna have ridiculous numbers by the end of his career. So um, I look forward to. Uh, to watching that unfold for him, and I look forward to being at the ceremony whenever he gets inducted. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I'll say one guy that almost had Hall of Fame allure when I first got here was Mikey Russo's, um, yeah. and all like the great moments he has at Columbia football. I'm sure they're gonna be playing those for years on. Um, so I say probably Mikey, like he was really that guy when I got here, and a kick return specialist, a demon. We got Carter McFadden coming up next, so yeah. we'll see. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, Carter's. I don't know. Carter's got to stop getting tackled by punters and kicking. <laughs> <laughs> Once he starts getting them in the end zone, then – Yeah, Mikey yeah. scored a few times, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carter's got to get that pass to uh, the kicker, but I'll probably say him. Yeah. Good well, choices. Yeah, one, good one honorable mention name just because he uh, – when I think of, like, Mr. Football, he just comes to mind as Ben Math. Man, I was about to say him too. Because he's like – I can see it. If there's, like – if somebody took Ivy League football and like made him into a human, he'd be Ben. What a guy! Wow, a lot of great names. Um, I'm looking forward though to to seeing how those predictions play out. But yeah, it should be a good ceremony on the 12th. And then um, I love Columbia Homecoming. It's just like so different than other schools because of like celebrities. They come like so many like people are affiliated with Columbia. Like Paul Rudd was here last year very random um but so that's always a fun part but what's your guys's like favorite part of homecoming week maybe not football related 
I don't know if there's a lot that happens, like, yeah. not I, with the game. I honestly but. couldn't tell you anything. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like football, the football game. I, I have I'll no idea there's any other activities during homecoming week that yeah. wasn't football. I like seeing all the people in the stands. So yeah, that's exactly. Exactly. That's, yeah, it's exactly. awesome yeah. to play in front of a big crowd. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Fun fact, I did throw a touchdown to Luke in the homecoming game last year, and now he'll be blocking for me as a tackle. So <laughs> that's pretty that cool. Works. I want to see tackle eligible. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Jag One Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. With state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities, allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The Jag One team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jag1pt.com. That's J-A-G-O-N-E-P-T.com for more information. Make a brilliant move to Vanderwater, luxury condominium residences in Morningside Heists. Discover an elevated approach to city living, a modern homage to old world elegance, breathtaking views of the Hudson River, Columbia University, and Riverside Church. Visit thevandewater.com today for more information. That's T-H-E-V-A-N-D-E-W-A-T-E-R.com. New York Presbyterian Hospital is one of the nation's most comprehensive, integrated academic health care delivery systems dedicated to providing the highest quality, most compassionate care and service to patients in the New York metropolitan area, nationally and throughout the globe. New York Presbyterian is consistently recognized as a leader in medical education, groundbreaking research, and innovative patient-centered clinical care. Ranked number one in the New York metropolitan area by U.S. News and World Report and repeatedly named to the honor roll of America's Best Hospitals, New York Presbyterian has 10 locations in the metropolitan area. For more information, visit nyp.org today. JAG-1 Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. With state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities, allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The JAG-1 team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jag1pt.com. That's J-A-G-O-N-E-P-T dot com for more information. Your first sip of Athletic Brewing Company's non-alcoholic beer is a game changer. It tastes so good, you can't believe it's non-alcoholic. With a variety of craft beer styles from IPAs to sours, you can sip and celebrate alongside the Columbia Lions game-changing plays. Find a store near you or order online at athleticbrewing.com. First-time customers can use code COLUMBIA10 to get 10% off their first six-pack at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer, fit for all times. Exclusions and conditions apply. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. Awesome. Okay, so the only thing left I have today is um, a little game of start, bench, cut. 
Um, so oh I boy. have some some different things. If I think you guys know how to play this. If there's, it also goes by like another name, but Start Bench Cut is <laughs> the, the sports and podcast friendly <laughs> one. Um, so tell me who you would rather start, bench or cut for jerseys, the white uniform, navy, or the Columbia blue. Are pants included or just the jerseys? Um, pants too. Like the, f- I know you guys mix and match. Yeah. But so if I had to do a whole co- like color rush. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Start Navy. Bench Baby. Cut White. Uh, this is easy for me. Um, as a bigger guy, you know, I'm starting the Navy. Definitely <laughs> the most flattering yeah. look. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to the Baby Blue next as, you know, just, I mean, it's, it's, they look cool on other people. Uh, and then the White, the white does not do me justice. That's go. definitely getting cut. White's got to go. Uh, I'm going to guess I'm going to take more of an unpopular route here. I'm going to start the baby, okay, bench the like white, and cut the navy blue. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's, that's a big uh, skill player. <laughs> skill player <laughs> that's <thing>. wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am all the way with Patty P. Navy, start 10 games out of 10. Um, bench. See, I think the helmet color makes a difference too, but I'll say uh, – like the all baby with the white helmets, mm-hmm. I like. And then we gotta do that again. Yeah, bench, all white. Okay. What's your guys' like favorite um, combination? Because I know you guys switch it up, and I love the yeah. the graphics that get posted on Instagram. Yeah. So, what's your favorite like? Navy, combo? navy helmets, navy jerseys, baby blue pants. We wore them at Cornell last year. Oh no! Oh God! My favorite is uh, the all navy. And <laughs> my second favorite is uh, the homecoming look with the white, baby blue, white. I think that's Ew. a that's a really yeah, that's cool. Nice. Cool. I'm gonna go with that being my favorite look as well. The the white top, uh, baby blue jersey, and the white pants. You guys get to debut the new I white helmets I know, this week too. Exactly. So that's <laughs> yeah, I think we're wearing that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah the matte helmets. Yep. Yeah. Doing oh. the white helmet. We're doing the uh, baby blue jersey and the yep. white pants. Yeah, I think that's a good look. I mean, yeah, you got to do that for homecoming. Yeah, you I mean, can't. You can't wear anything but Columbia. The and classic is. It's I, I, so hey, cool. Just so you yeah. don't offend so yourself in front of the greater Columbia community, it's Columbia blue. It's never baby blue. Oh. Yeah. It's not Carolina blue because we were a university first. It was our color first, not Carolina. It's Columbia blue. Oh, love that. Shout out Alex Oberwaker. UNC, <laughs> UNC's produced the greatest basketball player ever, Mike Jordan. That's it. No, no. Stop, please. <laughs> Let's it. not do this. We're not wearing. Oh, I like. I like. Uh, I like the navy, navy white too. Navy, navy. Oh, that's a good. That's clean. That's yeah. a, Why like do that your guys' um? Navy, navy do all of your yeah, pants have the mesh on the side, or is it just the navy? No, they all do. I think they all do. Yeah, they all do. I like it. Like you got the little navy pants with a little white accent on yeah, it. Yeah, like, I, it, like I, it. I just noticed that the other day. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. That's I don't cool. Think we don't have navy, navy baby this year because it's terrible. <laughs> Dude, it's <laughs> awful. Against that's Cornell, awful. I liked it, CJ. Like that was, bro. Dude, you gotta be able to drip to put that when on. We I think that's the when we pulled that out, I was like, oh my god. I think no, the worst color combo ever was Harvard. 2021. That was terrible. What was that? The it was gray, the white gray, gray baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Bro, the crazy part is that was my fault too because I wore it in a photo shoot and it looked good. Oh, wow. but it did not look good on the general okay, public. <laughs> no. Slight. Flex. I thought you know I I love the navies. <laughs> I thought it was a mistake wearing the navies against Yale last year. Uh, Why is oh, that? Yeah. Because they are the same color. It's the same yeah, color. Like you should have worn. We should have worn Columbia blue or the fair. grays. Like mm-hmm. that's fair. Yeah, you know, it was ESPN U game. 
Yeah. You know. Yeah. Not, not a bad point. Not a bad point you at know, all. You got to think about who you're playing That's too. Yeah. When you're coming out with yeah. Some people might be confused if they yeah. turn it on. ESPN, U too. Throw out the Columbia Blue a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On national TV. That's yeah. true. So I mean, it, it, the blue makes us who we are. Like yeah. you got to you got to lean into it. You know. Hundred percent. Like I everybody. Mean, how many other schools wear navy? And especially yeah. even in the Ivy League, Penn. Yale, yeah. like wow. they all, you know, the Yale have it too. It's, it's and we, we just have, it's it's such a great color, and we, we have the best colors. Yeah, yeah. we do. And not we have even great close. uniforms. Yeah, like not you, even close. I yeah. agree. It's, it's overwhelming if it's all mm-hmm. Columbia uh-huh. blue. I get, you know, we all get that. But, yeah. You know, that's why we have the navy as the accent and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like having the navy is great, yeah. and it's a great uniform. It's a great uniform with the, uh, it's baby blue numbers on yeah, there. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I like it. It's cool, but I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did they do at homecoming before we had the baby blue jerseys? What did they wear? Uh, I think they were just wearing like the the anthracites, like yeah, the, I the think, gray ones. I think my freshman yeah. year we wore the anthracite gray. Yeah. Because I mean, they kind of phase all that stuff in. Like yeah. it started when Coach Bagnoli came. It was just the anthracite and the white, and then they added, like the, they eventually added, the light gray, mm-hmm. and then the navies. Yeah. And then he brought those. back – we didn't bring back Columbia Blue uniforms until the, the retros. Really? Yeah. The oh, wow. Those are, those are such great jerseys yeah. for, the, right. for the homecoming. Those were, yeah, until you started sweating. Yeah. And then yeah. they just yeah. turned to – But they were trying to throw back to the bad. 61 uniforms that because yeah, so, it was an anniversary year. Those were sick. Those were so tough. Wow. All right. Well, on the same type of, like, wavelength, so start bench cut for your gear that you get, hoodie, crew neck, or windbreaker. Start bench cut. Start. Ah, this is hard. I know. Shout out to Noah. Um, he was on the team last year. He works for the women's basketball team now. So, like, we're going back and forth because I'm like, I don't play football here. So, <laughs> like, what should I ask them? So, nice. this was from him. Start windbreaker. Okay. Interesting. Bench the hoodie. And cut, cut the, the crew, crew neck. neck. The hoodie is like the everyday fit, though. That's why it was tough for me. But the but the windbreaker just it just hits a little different. Nice. Yeah, I'm starting the hoodie. Um, all reliable, you know. <laughs> reliable. It's your one of your daily drivers. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> Start the hoodie. Bench the windbreaker. Cut the crew neck. Okay. Same. Yeah. Start hoodie. Bench windbreaker. Cut crew neck. Absolutely. Cut crew neck. Yeah, with being repetitive. Unfortunately, I'm being repetitive, but same with me. Okay. Hoodie. I wear that hoodie all the time. Same. And. The windbreaker's nice for like the special occasion, and then crew neck's just a hoodie without a hood. Mm. Just crew got a good fit this year, though. It fits a little well. I don't know, maybe that's yeah. just me. It is yeah. just you. I mean, yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You look good and everything, CJ. <laughs> Must be nice. Appreciate that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, start bench cut. Hewitt, Ferris, and John Jay. Dining hall options for hey, listeners that don't know. You know, I want to. I almost want to start John Jay. Cut the other two. <laughs> what? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Cut them both. Yeah. Start John Jay. Y'all That's don't need a Hewitt. Uh, but if if I have to put Hewitt's one on the good. bench, I'll put Hewitt on the bench. But they're they're way they're deep down the bench. You know, John Jay's deep. getting all the what minutes. What makes John Jay they're keeping so the, good? They're keeping the warm up suits on. Down yeah, the bench. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what makes what makes John Jay so good? Uh, what doesn't make John Jay so bald good? knees? That's what makes <laughs> it good. I mean, it's bolognese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what makes John Jay so good? I mean, it's the community environment. <laughs> it's the it's the real plates with the real utensils. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the nice wooden chairs and it tables. Is. The food, and then just to go on the food, I mean, every day you got a different dish. All, you know, 
outstanding. You know, and, and when they go for a variety and they try to give you different food, like you're not going to love everything, you know, mm. but you got to give it a try. You still might not love it all, but you got to appreciate the effort. And then let's say, let's say the main line, you don't love the main line. Let's say, you know, it, it happens. I don't. Right? It happens sometimes, CJ. You got your fusion oh, station. In I the love back. the fusion station. I know you do. I saw it today. Yeah, you had your fusion station in the back. What does that mean for people who don't know? Well, it's like a little. You know, like it's bowls. like a little bowl yeah. situation. Gotcha. I mean, you got a little rice, maybe many some cultures, t- some type of protein. Okay. A lot of culture. A lot of some sort of carb, right usually yeah. a rice or a yeah, potato. Maybe yeah. a potato. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet potato squash today. Yeah. Today, yeah. today, yeah. Maybe didn't like the main line. Wayne got like a little Greek fusion bowl. So bingo. What is the main line? So for people that don't know. The main line is just like it's like just fastball. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's whatever John Jay's cooking up on okay. the day. Like if they if they got a, if they got what, what was today? It was like sweet chili chicken, which was outstanding, by the way. Shout out John Jay. I thought it was pork stew. Spicy no, it was pork, pork stew. stew. You know, you want to know where I got sweet chili chicken? The halal station <laughs> right across. Because yep. <laughs> I saw the pork stew, I was like, mm, maybe not the pork stew today. Maybe I'll go sweet chili chicken, and I did. But that's what John Jay's cooking up. It's you know, like a lot of time they got the Chipotle chicken. The other day they had they had beef bolognese. They did on the main line. They sometimes they had chili earlier last week or something, something like like. But it's what they got. It's got it's usually, you know, some sort of protein, a carb, and a vegetable, and that's what they got. But then you have all these other stations. They added the action station. Yeah, the action station. As of late, oh my god, they always they always had that. Y'all just didn't know about that. No, they didn't, dude. They had the hot bar, the hot bar where they where they have the vegan pasta bar, and that's where it used to be. But that's not an action station. That was the hot aisle, dude. The hot aisle. It was a little hot bar. It was a hot something, something hot. hot Okay, yeah, it was like where the wings were at. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and you know, they're doing it better. That was a good. Spot. Good spot, but I action like that. action I like that station. Wing. Those wings that were fire. Yeah, that's one upgrade. that could save you. Like if everything yes. sucked in exactly. there, that hot aisle has something that you walk yeah. out of there with. But now you have the action station. Some guys whipping up some fresh pasta or maybe a sandwich pasta, of some pasta. kind. Oh, every it's it's been a hit. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it's bad in 750 right now, yeah, which is you know it's a high Hall hit. Hall Fame numbers. Hall f- easily. <laughs> and then and numbers. then just to finish it off, and I'm for me, I'm not typically a grill guy but you can go to the grill yeah it's I, i'm a big grill year. guy I like it, the they're getting guy. a little they're getting a little bold with their they yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're getting a little bold they can get a little bold <laughs> they need to go back to the classic. like a pepperoni <laughs> hamburger pizza <laughs> yeah, like, yes. like it gets a little bold let's sometimes. take it back to like a shrimp po' boy or something, <laughs> yeah. something cool yeah. the shrimp po' boy always hits it like something cool i, I ain't gonna lie we're definitely sleeping on Ferris, though. I no, know Ferris. No, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. No, no, no. Okay, Hewitt. Fine. Hewitt. I don't know if we're bending it. Is Hewitt this different it's than Barnard. Barnard? Barnard. No, it's Barnard. It's a walk. That's the only thing. Is it's it a the walk. the Barnard I mean, dining hall? Yes, or yeah. Yes. Oh, well, yes. That is pretty good. It is I don't want to. It's good quality every day. It is really good. Man. It's good quality. It's the one that you order on the kiosks, right? Yeah. yeah. You get oh. a burger, flame what? patty. You're thinking of Diana, I think, where oh, you make like the chicken bowl. That's good, too. Diana's good, too. What's just the regular Barnard dining hall? That's Hewitt. You where they had like the a sit down. The yes, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. You got a flame patty, some onion rings, some fries, and then the food that they got is always good quality. Like it tastes like somebody's auntie is back there cooking it. Like <laughs> mac and cheese, green beans, broccoli, uh, plantains, anything you want. And then pizza, pasta. Every day they're cooking something good. The drinks are good there. Desserts are good there. Only thing is, it's a walk. And Ferris is getting cut just because like Ferris has the weirdest hours ever known to man. Oh, like okay. you close at eight. There's really no lunch there. They just kind of have breakfast in there till two. I love everybody in Ferris. The staff is probably mm. the coolest out of everybody. 100%. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but it is my breakfast by every day. 
every okay. single See, day. Ferris breakfast is, and especially it's consistent. as a, as a John Jay breakfast is better than Ferris. No, I, yes, I agree. No, I agree. I was in there today. I agree. I was in there for breakfast today, cool. and I just like didn't realize it. They have a bagel bar with probably like eight different flavored bagels. They got like four or five day cookies and cream, cream cheese. Like uh, it's 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 it was not unbelievable. A bagel guy. Problem with John Jay breakfast? They open at nine thirty, yes. shut it down at like eleven. It's a little yeah, bit like, ridiculous. Ferris, you're open. What they open at eight or seven thirty? Seven thirty, and then you, you got you breakfast till eleven. I mean, for, especially as a freshman, when you first get here, you're 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 crushing eight forties. Oh yeah, you're crushing eight forties. <laughs> you're three doors down from Ferris. Yeah. You're in Ferris every day. Yeah. yeah. And shout out to Ferris Breakfast. They do do it right. The omelet station. You got Dean in the back whipping up the omelet. Yeah. You know, like you're gonna get a good meal at Ferris. <laughs> you guys breakfast. are on a first name basis, huh? Uh, yeah. Well, Dean. And, and guess what? <laughs> Haven't seen him in probably two years. Oh. Because you go to John Jay. Once right. you end up maturing, yeah, exactly. you're like, well, Ferris <laughs> yeah. is great. I'm glad I I did my growing up in Ferris. But it's time to mature and go, <laughs> go to, to John, John Jay. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> next question. Start bench cut. Air forces, maxes, or dunks? Dunks slash. I couldn't decide between dunks and um and ones. Oh. But for, that for shoes. It. That does. That changes should, Okay, it. which one should we do then? That changes I think ducks. Jordan ones? I think dunks makes a better conversation. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, so let's, let's go. I have Air Maxes on right now, but, like, Air Maxes are reliable. And they give you, I mean, for our, my shorter guys in here, uh, <laughs> they give you a little boost in height with the little air bubble on the bottom. You just name me. It's fine. <laughs> 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 Give you a little boost in height. I'm not mad at those. And then we got um, Air Forces, Air Maxes, and Dunks. Cut Air Forces. They beat them up too much in New York. I, I hate the beat Air Force look. Mm. I know I'm. I know I'm. Uh, I'm a minority in that one. But nope. I really, You're not. I hate the beat Air Force look. Where Me did too. that come from? I don't know. Like, why is that a thing? And then ones obviously is my starters. Like, you can't go wrong with those. Mm. Got the pine greens with the red laces. Can't be. I really got. I really got snubbed with that best shoe game conversation, but I'll let that. <laughs> I'll let that go. But uh, yeah, Air Force is getting cut automatically. Gotcha. I mean, I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> what, the, uh, what the difference. Travel shoe guy. I mean, I'm wearing my travel shoes right yeah, now. Love that. Bad. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so the conversation is dunks, Air Forces, and Air Maxes. And Air Maxes. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, starting dunks. I'm wearing dunks right now. Versatile, versatile shoe. Uh, you can wear them with everything. You can dress them up, can dress them down. Uh, and and then this is where it gets hazy because I agreed with CJ that, that the beat Air Force look is is out. It's done. But like a, a nice, clean, fresh pair of white Air Forces, it's, they look good. They look great. They look good. They look very, anything. very good. You can put so them with anything. For that reason, I'm going to go dunks, start, bench, Air Force Ones, and unfortunately, I'm going to have to be cutting Air Maxes. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Ironically, you guys mentioned the bubble. Yeah. I used I had a pair of Air Maxes in high school I hated wearing because I was like <laughs> six, seven, like 215 pounds. I already looked like a, like a string bean. So I wore any shoe that had no, like, You lift. went for the flat shoe. Yeah, because wow. I didn't want to be really? taller. What a different experience we had, so brother. Much, what a really? different experience hey, we had. As soon as I got my first pair of Vapor Maxes, it yeah. was up. What so a different experience was, we I had. I didn't want to be the tall, skinny dude whose head was above everybody, so I tried to stick with the flat shoes. So that being said, I think I would go dunks. Um, and then bench. I just, I think Air Maxes are cooler shoes. I like them more. And then cut Air Forces. Can I chime in quickly? Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, the Air Max is it that that's the travel shoe. The yeah, the all white travel. Well, yeah, shoe. you got those. those but they they graduate into like yeah, these yeah, yeah. Vapor Maxes I mean, as well. Like technically, the travel shoes are supposed to be the Air Max nineties, like the, from nineteen ninety, I believe is the is yeah. The, but they've they've the grown and developed. Okay, well, I mean, I don't know much here, but 
the travel shoes are the least comfortable travel shoe I've gotten in my three years. We're not here, here for comfortability, though. I mean, <laughs> the, other, the other travel shoe, I still cool. wear them because you, you put them on, they feel like you're walking on clouds. The Nike Pegasus. I can't, these even, like I can't even keep the shoes on when I'm on the bus. I got to take them off. <laughs> Dude, they're not that bad. Sounds like you need I, a bigger size. Yeah, what? I mean, I got, I got my size. <laughs> they are so uncomfortable. Maybe I'll cut those just out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be – that's the only way I'll chime in there. Yeah, I got my first pair of Vapormaxes just started standing next to people. Just <laughs> see where I measured up. Now. Yeah, that's smart. All right, start bench cut. The third one, I had to get some advice. I didn't know who else I would put in this group. But start bench cut, Drake, J. Cole, and Future. Do you think oh. that's a, a fair yeah, one? Yeah, I should have put Kendrick in there. Okay. Oh, instead geez. of Future because Future's getting cut. Like, oh, okay. That's off the rip. Future's getting cut. Okay. Starting Drake, bench and J Cole. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'll, I'll, I would do the same, and I'm. I'm not gonna. I should have done EDM artist. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit around here and act like I'm some rap connoisseur, but <laughs> you know, I would. From what I listen to, for sure, I would say the same. Okay. I like all three of them though. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> you have to start Drake. I think you have to bench J Cole, and unfortunately, you have to cut Future, but. Uh, I think it's close between those last Is two. Is there anyone that would have been on that list that you would start over over future or bench? Kendrick. Or Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I think that I think that's pretty much the big three in that regard. Maybe so you put Kanye have, up there. So then you would cut J Cole. Yeah, I'll cut okay. J Cole for sure. Oh I'm really? I'm you I'm would go Drake, Kendrick, J Cole. Kendrick, Drake, J Cole. Wow. Kendrick over all of them. Yeah. In terms of music, you okay. like listening to or just the best rapper? So, so y'all know y'all know a very here. different CJ than C middle school CJ. I used to study Kendrick Lamar's music like SAT prep. What was that like? Good Kid, Mad City was yeah, that? Yeah, Good Kid, Mad City to Pimp a Butterfly. Those are those are my my albums. Um, it's much more than music, Pat. I'll I'll, I'll teach you one day. Um, but yeah, so I definitely would, would start Kendrick in nice. that regard. But uh, I mean, who else? I mean, I I I would. I like a lot of rappers over uh, Future. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying, so too. Who like if, if you really? had to choose a third, who would uh, yeah. you put? I like Meek Mill. Over Meek Future? Millie. Yeah. <laughs> I like Meek Mill. The Dream I like Chasers. Who else? Who else? I, I like would Lil do Wayne. like Lil Wayne. Baby over Lil Future. Lil Baby, Roddy Rich, Gunna. I like A Boogie. I would do Gunna over Future. I would do Gunna over what? I would do Gunna over Future. Gunna might be my favorite. He's my favorite, too. He's my current favorite. I can't lie. I like Lil Wayne. Love him. That would be my top three, probably. Is Drake, Lil Wayne, J. Cole, I guess. Good one. Solid. Yeah. Solid for EDM guy. All right. All right, pal. <laughs> Luke, we need yours. We need your start bench cut. Yeah, the little rap I listen to. Um, but I listen to enough. I think Drake, yeah, Drake, J. Cole, uh, cut Future. Like, Future, I don't listen to him at all. There's mm -hmm. probably four or five other guys that I'd listen to. Honestly, everybody. I don't. I, I can't even tell you. Maybe three future songs. Okay, fair. Eesh. I have a few more, and then we'll wrap things up. Um, and these are just so random, but I think it's fun to just like learn more about you guys. But this one's kind of easy, I guess. Start bench cut summer, spring, and winter. I purposely didn't put fall because fall is football season. So yeah. Um, start summer. Bench spring. Cut winter. If we're talking New York winters. If we're in Houston, you guys don't have seasons. Start winter, bench spring, cut summer. If okay. We're in Houston. Yeah. That's that hilarious. Sense. That's crazy. Yeah, it's brutal. It makes sense. Uh, I totally never makes sense. That. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm gonna st 
at this point in my life, it's uh, it's starting summer for sure. Benching spring and cutting winter. Mm. I, I, I can't stand winter. Yeah, it's the worst. I can't stand it, especially here. But, yeah, that, that, that's it. That's it. Uh, I, I'm going to start summer. I'm going to bench winter. Oh, wow. And <sighs> cut spring. It's for the drip, right? Absolutely. I already knew 100%. it. I already knew it. 100%. <laughs> Winter's the best time to dress up. I can't wait to layer that. and all that. See, so. I pulled the puffer out. It's yeah. like 60. Exactly. I pulled the puffer yeah. out. I'm just itching to do it. Um, yeah, I'm starting summer. Uh, benching spring and cutting winter. Winter besides, like, the three weeks you get off for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's dark all the time. Yeah. It's freezing cold. You're so far away from the season. It's like you you just you just finished a whole fall semester, and then you roll right back and you're starting your spring semester. And yeah, they, there's not a lot of good things I can say. Christmas? It's I guess like Christmas is. Fi- I love Christmas, but those like three weeks you get a break in mm-hmm. between like fall and spring semester. That's about that's about the extent of it. Makes sense. Okay, I have two more. If that's okay with you guys. Friday Night Lights, Remember the Titans, or Rudy. I haven't seen Rudy. Oh. Um, but start bench cut for football movies. Mm. All right. I mean, this is easy for me. Remember the Titans, what a great movie. Yeah. Um, great movie. One of my favorite movies ever. Easily to start. Yeah. I'll bench Friday Night Lights. I think it's okay. And I just hate Rudy. Me <laughs> <laughs> too. Me yeah. too. What's so, so bad stupid. about it? I think it's a horrible, horrible movie. Wow. The story doesn't make sense. What happened? The guy just walked on the team and like tried a little Rudy. bit. Yeah, like he got, I mean, you got, got, no, he got, but like it was got, like, like the he gained the respect of, of the team, and they yeah. laid their jerseys down for him, and he got eventually got playing time. I mean, His family got to watch him play. It wasn't exactly how we went in the movie, but it, it is a true it's story. Like a Rudy yeah. on every single scholarship yeah. team across the country. This is what I'm year. saying. Like it's every like, year, there's a guy on the team who gains the respect. Because he works really hard, gets a full ride. Like they have a million videos of guys getting scholarships. Like I don't. Also, wasn't he like not good? Like there's no way he was good. But he was like bad. Like th- these guys who earn scholarships, like they're good. Yeah, as I'm saying, they're good football yeah. players. And they work hard, just like Rudy. But like people felt bad for him, so they laid their jokes. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't love Notre Dame, and I don't love that movie. Yeah. But remember, the Titans the easy start. Love you ever it. see that movie? Um, I think it's All American or My All American. It's kind of like, kind of like if Rudy was a good movie, similar. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so Noah really set me up with that one, then putting Rudy in there. No, it's a classic football. Yeah, yeah, classic. yeah. No, it's it's a great. It's probably well, a good a good setup. The, uh-huh. the For people that I guess don't really play football at yeah. this level. Yeah. I'm with I'm with Pat. I like Rubber the Titans is just an unbelievable movie. Friday Night Lights is a good movie. I like the show more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rudy is way way <laughs> cut. We honestly, he got kicked off campus. Yeah. Cut from the team. <laughs> kicked out of school. I couldn't put the blind side because the blind side's already been canceled. Well, that would make it tough. Oh, wow. yeah, I, I mean, that that's such a great movie. That would probably be my bench blind side. Really? really? Friday Night Lights. Okay. Yeah. Not probably, definitely, yeah. Oh. Uh, I love Friday Night Lights. Texas really? Football, like, the, 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 it's a very close gap between Remember the Titans and Friday Night Lights. Probably closer than you guys would expect it to be, but I'm going. Remember the Titans, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Rudy either. Yeah, I'll, this is gonna this is gonna sound crazy, but never seen any of these movies. Wow. <laughs> None of them. <laughs> seen it. Not a single one. 
You um, gotta. I mean, you gotta at least watch Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Yeah. That's that's essential. Yeah, yeah. Denzel. It's great. Dude, it's outstanding. Okay. Nice. Let me get let me get that one in. I say for my football movies, probably start Blindside for Shirley, and then probably bench like The Longest Yard. That's a great movie. It's a great different genre, but great movie. (laughs) Football movie, nonetheless. Awesome. Okay, and then the very last one I have before we wrap up the podcast. So, um, other major league sports other than football. So NBA, MLB, and NHL. Boy. Start bench cut. (laughs) Start NBA. (laughs) That's my only starter I need, but I would be respectful (laughs) because of the Strohs, world champs. Uh, bench MLB and then cut NHL. I've never even watched a hockey game. <laughs> I'm, I'm the same there. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I thought you'd be a baseball guy me for as, some reason. Me as well. Yeah, make it four for four. Me as wow. well. Wow. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm like, sweet. I'm six foot seven. Me on ice skates is just a terrible <laughs> recipe. Yeah. And I know there are tall defenders in the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> They're like one in a million. Get out of here. <laughs> okay. That's that That makes me happy. I'm a big NBA person. But um, all right. That's a wrap for start bench cut. And think we'll wrap up the podcast since we already previewed Penn for this weekend so thanks again for joining me and having fun with it as always and I'm looking forward to um seeing you guys out on there on Saturday do you want to awesome. take it home and yeah. tell people where to yeah. watch so yeah Columbia takes on Penn this Saturday uh, October 14th at 1 30 p.m. Robert K. Craft Field at Lawrence A. Ween Stadium uh tickets are on sale get them while you can uh they're in hot demand from the alumni and uh all the columbia fans in the neighborhood so uh get your tickets at gocolumbialions.com slash tickets or call 888 lions 11 and we hope to see you there if you're not in, in attendance you can watch the game on sny or espn plus so uh if you have you know you still have cable watch on sny if you're a cord cutter you got a espn plus so plenty of options to watch uh check out the lions as they get back into ivy league play Thanks so much for joining me. It's been fun getting back, and uh, we'll talk to you all next week.